welcome to the Vita Foods Insights monthly thematic podcast, where each month we highlight a different topic within the nutraceutical industry. Join us as we explore this month's theme, women's health. Today's host is Natalia Franca Rocha. Hello and welcome. I'm Natalia Franca Rocha and your host for this episode. Today, we will explore women's health, the Vita Foods Insights thematic topic for November. Looking at the women's health and beauty supplements market, Grandview Research valued the market at 55.4 billion US dollars in 2021 and predicted the market size to grow at a CAGR or a compound annual growth rate of 4.8% from 2022 to 2030. Some highlighted areas include women becoming more proactive in optimizing their well-being and embracing the concept of self-care. Women's Health is the Vital Foods Insights thematic topic for November, is sponsored by Genosis by La Safri. Our sponsors share their insights and opportunities in the women's health market. Let us hear from Lorena Carboni, who's a senior scientific communications specialist at Genosis by La Safri. Women account for half the world's population and 80% of consumer purchases in the healthcare industry. Yet, for too long, human health has been considered a niche market focused on gynecological and reproductive health. But indeed, there is more. Men and women are programmed differently from conception with specific nutritional needs. Although women have a longer life expectancy than men, they face various disease risks. The global human health market is accelerating rapidly today. Its size is expected to reach $58 billion by 2030, registering a cargo of 4.8% over the forecast period. In this scenario, companies must consider the broader spectrum of opportunities, overcome existing gender biases, and offer dedicated solutions for women health complexities. At Gnosis Belezafre, we recognize the importance of protecting women through their life journey with dedicated health solutions from birth through old age, particularly with quadrifolic, the fourth generation folate. Folate, known as vitamin B9, plays a key role in all stages of a woman's life. Quadrifolic provides the 5-methyl tetrahydrofolate active form, emerging as a clinically validated alternative to folic acid with clear benefits. Quadrifolic is already the biological form and doesn't need to be transformed and activated. It doesn't have metabolism limitation due to specific genetic traits that some women express that impair folic acid metabolism. And quadrifolic doesn't accumulate in the form of unmetabolized folic acid, which can present potential adverse effects. Today, quadrifolic has become the reference for folate dietary supplements and guarantees the correct dosage to support the reproductive stage homocysteine metabolism, cardiovascular health, and mood and brain functioning. Women's health is an important consideration for the industry, including addressing gender parity across the world from consumers to market leaders and stakeholders. This important topic was discussed as part of our Vital Foods Asia 2022 event in a panel discussion led by Heather Granato, Vice President of Sustainability and Partnerships at Informal Markets Food EMEA and President at the Woman in Nutraceuticals Organization. Let us hear a snapshot of this excellent discussion. Obviously, there's a lot of opportunities to unlock potential for ingredient suppliers for consumer health 
by looking at issues around gender parity and the people who are doing the research, the different perspectives that come in. So I've got three great panelists joining me. Kriti Chaudhari looks after strategy and business development for a global contract research organization, Vedic Life Sciences, situated in Mumbai. Nix Chong is the business development and marketing lead for APAC in Kiwahako, Bio, Singapore. And Dr. Annie George has over 20 years of experience in research. She joined Biotropics Malaysia in 2007 and manages the research and development of plants. What's the challenge you want to put out to the nutraceutical community when it comes to gender parity in science and research, whether that's the type of studies to be done, the way that we inspire more women to come through in science and research, to be doing the studies, to be champions of other women? I'm all kinds of ideas, so I'm going to start with you, Annie, and then we're going to come across. The thing about women in science, we in the company, we are also consumers. So I think it's very important that when it comes to product development or even designing the clinical studies and even marketing communications, it's also important to get the input from the technical women who are in the company because we are also the consumers. So we'll probably be able to give you the first view of how it might actually be accepted within the consumers. So include the women as well in the team, especially when it comes to clinical design and um, you know, product development, in marketing communications, include them as well. So that's my challenge. No, I appreciate that. Get more dialogue, get more people at the table and get the feedback of ultimately a lot of these products are going to female shoppers and consumers. Nix, how about you? Well, I guess my challenge is, I wouldn't say twofold, right? So the challenge to my gentlemen in my team Honestly, I think they're doing great. But gentlemen out there is really to be open to feedback. You know, my father, he's not very receptive to feedback sometimes. He'll tell me, I know, I know, I know, I know it all. But, you know, we don't expect humans to know it all. I think there is a prize that comes with vulnerability and a lot of lessons that we can learn from feedback. So that's my challenge to gentlemen, to listen more and to kind of take in what your women are saying and see if that makes sense and how can you advocate on their behalf. And for the women, and this is just something I notice in my team, is that we're very gentle creatures, which means that when we have a meeting, we have a board meeting, no one really asks anything. Everyone's okay, good, cheerio. But you know, after that, they'll come to you and they're like, I don't think that was right or I have this question but you know I'm not sure where I should put it and so the challenge to the women on my team and maybe this is Asia specific where the women are a little bit more timid is to put yourself out there to ask more questions because there's nothing wrong in fact it's a lot better that you ask the questions up front especially in a scientific world where questions are wonderful questions make all the difference and Jill and I were speaking about this last night the idea of taking the word just out of your, oh, I just wanted to. That's a word to eliminate. It's not just, you have a question, you have a point. Absolutely, ask it. Yeah. I, I think I just want to build on that, Jill. Thank you for the just, <laughs> I think. Oh, no, not I think. That basically is a word, right? Women will always soften. I think, I feel, you know, just say what you want to say. That's something, a challenge for myself now. Thank you. I'm working on it every day, absolutely. <laughs> Kriti, how about you? My challenge to the industry would be to not only judge women and men actually, the sole reason to judge any research or scientific contribution should be purely based on merit and not based on any stereotypes. And also another thing would be to involve more women in research, doing the research on women and by women. <laughs> so 
that's where the industry should be headed to and more uh, women in senior roles in decision making positions. Well, thank you to Kriti and Nix and Annie. In this topic, with plenty of room for discussion, the industry needs to continue this dialogue and focus on women's health. For those looking for more in-depth information about women's health market space in the nutraceutical industry, keep an eye out for our thematic report and panel video discussion for November 2022. Thanks to Lorena Carboni for sharing her insights and Genosis Bella Safri for their sponsorship. Thank you also to our audience for tuning in. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to check the show notes that will allow you to link to the information discussed in today's podcast, as well as any sponsorship opportunities. Our monthly thematic episodes are published on the second Thursday of each month. So be sure to stay tuned, subscribe and even suggest to a friend. You can listen to all our episodes in your favorite platform, or you can also check our episodes as well as other editorial content at vitafoodsinsights.com. Mm-hmm.